Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Socially Capable Podcast. This is your boy, Elijah Rosario. I'm here with my mans, and we got a really special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. All right, first, this is Marcus, but enough about me. Let's go into our guests. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? King Ashley, a.k.a. Wilk. Uh, we're going to get into that later, I too. like this energy. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, man, I'm actually really blessed to be here, really honored. I remember when we met. Yes, um, at the MFGD at, uh, show. Yeah. Man, God, that man. was historic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when them shits used to pop off in Charlotte, man. So is, um, tell me, I, I was curious to know, is, is that like a really a one-time only thing or is it is it reoccurring? No, so back when it used to be, it used to be reoccurring every single week. It kind of operated just like Apollo, right? Damn. So niggas went up mm-hmm. there, there used to be a competition. So like two niggas would go up like bracket style, March Madness type shit. Two niggas would go up against each other, they vote on them. Like, if you really like this nigga, say motherfucker, goddamn. If not, just say goddamn. I right? remember, yeah. I remember. They still that. praised them, but it wasn't like demeaning to them. Like, okay. you oh, shit, okay. I'm saying? Yeah, so they saying like, boo, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like goddamn. But this nigga over here that went the fuck off, you like, yo, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, you I know? see. Like that flip. <laughs> so, yeah. it, used to, it used to be every week, man, and they used to be popping. I'm talking about Pac and Apostrophe Lounge. Like, niggas would be up there spitting their ass off. Then they had the show segment. Mm-hmm. So, where after the niggas got battling, you figure out who won. You know what I'm saying? And then they actually had artists that just came in to showcase, you no know, like battle type shit. That's because they represent the movement. Yeah. When I saw when I saw the format of that show, I was I was really impressed with how they lined it up um, because it really gave people an opportunity to showcase their talents and different ones at that. I like the open mic sign up that they that they were doing, and then they brought the cipher in, like you said. Right. Um, it was just a lot a lot of a lot of opportunity to discover talent. So that's that's what I appreciated the most. I feel like not too many people get that in certain shows. So yeah, I hope to hear. I hope to see that again. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I hope I hope he does more with it. Honestly, the shit was lit. It was. It was a great time, bro. <laughs> I had a great time. Bro. I would love if that was a weekly installment type of thing. Like go there weekly, see something like that. Like, yeah, talk to my man's man. Okay. Talk to him. I'll, I'll talk to him for you. I'll Who is your man's? I need to know so the I can one talk with to the him. The samurai for hat. Oh yeah, he's the one who yeah, puts that together. Yeah, he's the one that puts it on. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, I need yeah, to holler at him. Yeah, he's he's dope. He's dope. Him and uh, another guy he used to work with. They used to do it, uh, but it was when I had seen it on Facebook. I was like, yeah. I was like, I gotta yeah. be a mom for this one. I'll drive back for this. And he was having it on a Friday, so it worked out for my benefit. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, for sure. What I'm of course, you got all so that. So that way, I got time to drive, come here and be I mean, participate in the show instead of somebody like come perform on Wednesday. Yo, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's real. That's real shit. I um so tell us like what what's been going on everybody this week? Um I know you in the military, so shit must be busy. Oh um, uh, yeah, man. I've been in class for the past two months in the military, just learning learning cybersecurity. They love making software. y'all niggas go to school. Nope. Okay. Cybersecurity where that shit is yeah. at, yo. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking at computers, analyzing information, taking like pulling information, just using it's dope. You just get to use a whole lot of different material and tools to um get to know your enemy. It teaches you how to manipulate your enemy in a completely different way. Oh, shit. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm scared of you. <laughs> that's, on like, that's on, like, a scalable level, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, that's universal, like, on all ends right there, yo. That's hard, though. That's hard as shit. Oh, fuck. What you we go to, Marcus? Yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't want no shit. I don't want no shit. Niggas trying to come up with this pod. Like, so, yo, like, we not even going to do anything to diminish that. This is episode seven. Yeah, this is episode seven, my nigga. What, what you been up to, bro? Nah, I've been working, making music, as you know. I started that little um, series last week. Yes, I did um, listen to it. Came out with a little short EP called Money. Yeah. Um, the next one, I mean, it's going to focus on sex, but 
following one is also supposed to focus on religion. So just kind of focusing on these kind of big topics that I don't see people just necessarily go straight into like just as direct. So yeah, I'm, I'm really with the direct energy right now. That's where I'm at. I can feel that from you. I um, <laughs> I, I really I really fuck with the second track. I'm gonna plug this in. Double down. Like that's probably my favorite record on the EP. Um, just the beat, the flow, the cadence of everything, the work, the the um, the lyrics themselves like really spoke to what I came up in. It's just like that school, that school of loyalty, that school of you know rocking with your friends and holding shit down and getting to the getting to the bag. Right. Like niggas with a vision. You talking, you know how it was in high school. You you had a fucking vision, right. and I'm sure today you still talk to those friends. So that's what that record did for me. It was a hard. Y'all check it out on SoundCloud. It's called Money. Uh, but the record I'm talking about is called it's Double Down. Yeah, it's on SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud a, yeah, plug your shit, yeah, nigga. Why am I plugging your? Yeah, plug your yeah. shit, bro. Toss it in my phone right now. I'm on SoundCloud app, and we always listen to local music. Right, SoundCloud be, is a great place. I will play something in the car and watch niggas go crazy. And they, like, <laughs> and they be like, "Yo, who is that?" I'm like, "Not a not not one of these niggas on the radio." That's Don't know not. none of these people. I was like, "Yo, I was like, I've met so many dope artists from SoundCloud, and they like big in their city." Yeah, and they are. And you listen to your friends, you like, "Yo, you sleeping on this nigga?" I've turned so many people on to me, nigga. That's when SoundCloud is a great place for that. Yeah. I like how SoundCloud does the loophole shit versus how Spotify does it. Yeah. Um, like I, I can't stand the way how Spotify has their loophole, their rabbit hole set up. Um, it's just it just brings me to artists that turn me off a lot because yeah. the because the sound, just the sound yeah. of things like are bothering me. It's too oozy. It's too Travisy. It's too yeah. like let them do that. Like yeah. I want to hear yeah. you. Like I don't want to hear the next you know little Uzi yeah. Bird or Juice World. Cause what? Cause when niggas end up doing, they just listen to their favorite artists over and over because they want to emulate them. Yeah. They don't really, it, they don't really understand that they turn into just a copycat them. Yeah. And not like a be my actual self them. Yeah. Um. So, but it's healthy to listen to your favorite artists. Of course, That's true. But listen to other people, pull things that you like, recognize what you don't like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And form your own sound. Like, what's gonna be your message? Like, who are you? What's your life story? Exactly. What facts. are you gonna like take a? That's a huge thing in your life, and just make it relatable to everything and everyone. That's yeah. big facts. You know what I agree. Yeah. What you what you about to say? Um, no. I mean, as far as like Spotify versus SoundCloud, like in terms of that discovery system, like yeah, it's based on like you basically get in an algorithm what they telling you you want, and then like with SoundCloud, it just feels like it's so much easier to just kind of go into your own. Yeah, you can you can things, you, know you can saying? navigate Search it easily. Yeah. I like Bandcamp for that too a lot. I like Bandcamp a lot. Bandcamp is hard. We we've talked about a couple of times like on here. How artists should start using Bandcamp a lot more. One, because you can you can monetize your music a lot easier, and you can get a fuller dollar amount right. um, versus like percentage and, and getting certain cents on the dollar per stream. Um, I think that's where the streaming platforms really rob artists um, and, and don't really cater to the fact that these people need money to, to continue doing what they're doing. But right. that's what you got TuneCore for. That's what you have. Uh, what's the other one? DistroKid. Uh, DistroKid. Distro yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's what you have yeah, those yeah. platforms for. I've been, to, I've been doing my research on them. Yeah. Well, who you go with? I was, I'm with DistroKid right now. You with DistroKid? Yeah. See, what yeah. I, I like the fact that you can pay $20 for a year and upload as many albums. Yeah. Oh, this shit. nigga Marcus dropped his mic. <laughs> Yo, he actually started nice talking. Cup. He got excited as hell. He was like, yes, somebody who knows. Yes, $20 a whole year. He pull off the monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yo, um, but yeah, man, times, times have been real busy. I've actually been busy as fuck with my kid, but she's not here now. She's with her mom. And they're with grandma's house, you know, okay. just so they can get rest. My wife can recover. Um, 
I it's just, happened. what's that been like? Yeah. I mean, I still don't sleep that good. Mm. I still don't sleep. I think, I think having a child now has has made my brain just too scattered. Right. Like I'm too scattered brain out here now. Um, because I'm constantly thinking about either her, my wife. I'm thinking about my music. I'm thinking about this podcast. I'm thinking about clothing. I'm thinking about oh, now I got to be at work from nine to five. Like, right. it's just a lot. Um, but I, it's it's nothing I I'm not used to. Right. Um. I was telling Marcus last night. I wanted, when I realized I wanted to be in the entertainment industry, I realized like you just had to take so much shit on your plate, like you regardless. Do. You yeah. do, because your attention has to be divided. That's it. Yep. Some people don't operate like that too well. I know I don't. I got I'm tunnel vision 100 percent. No. Because I've always just been told put 100 percent into this. Because if you split it, you're only gonna go each of them half and half. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, you, you know got to split it. You you That's have true. to. You have to split mm-hmm. it, man. So especially starting from the ground. Ooh. Yeah. Boy, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. Um, but yeah, man, I, I really, I'm really glad that you're here, Ashley, because like we said, when we first met, I've been dying to have conversations with more and more creatives on this platform. That's exactly what this platform is for. It's for creatives to just have conversation, whether it's therapeutic, whether we bounce in ideas back and forth. This is just a place where creatives can come and really get their shit off. Oh, yeah. Um, so really glad to have our first guest creative here. Um, it's really dope. So y'all want to go ahead and get into it. Um, we, we all want to start. What's um, Oh, oh, album. Gotcha. Let's start there. All right. You have an album coming out. Oh, yeah. Um, what's, what's, tell us about that. So the album, um, it's called Gatekeeper. Okay. Um, and Gatekeeper is just, I feel like I'm a person that speaks truth that people don't want to hear. Okay. Right? I feel like if you're talking to somebody and you have to cater to their sensitivities a little bit. Okay. Um. When you have to cater to their sensitivities, you're not really telling your full truth mm-hmm. because you, you have to be reserved at some point. But the type of person that I am, I don't operate that way. Like, my, your sensitivities are not my responsibility. Okay. Like, my responsibility is mine. Mm. Like, which I expect you, the way I have my responsibility, I expect you to have that. So I'm going to just tell you the truth straight up so that way it wasn't nothing misinterpreted, none of that. And sometimes it comes off rude. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like you being too forward or I feel like you disrespect me. Like, no, I'm not. I just say what I mean. I mean what I say and I'm going to only say it once mm-hmm. because, like, you should just get it. You know, so that's the point of gatekeeper is spilling all them truths out that don't nobody want to hear, but mm. everybody says in their head, "Why are we so afraid to let it out?" Yeah, fuck it. People are already what, emotional what you, about it. Yeah, what you gonna do? Be upset? Yeah. You liking me or not liking me? That's a you decision. What's a me decision is how undeniable I am. You can hate me all day, but you can never say that nigga ain't shit. <laughs> that nigga get their shit done. Mm. <laughs> I find yeah. that I think I think. I honestly think it's two types of people that think like that. Well, there's a few type of people that think like that, but I'm just going to break it up into two. You got the real business-minded, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to get there. Right. And then you got the creatives like, I just want to do me, bro. Like, right. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> I'm going to continue <laughs> doing me at all costs. <laughs> and um, I think those two have so much in common at the same time. They're so spread it yeah. apart, yeah. you know. Um, and it's funny how you have that mentality. But... You're still, but you're still kind and passionate towards people. So how do you divide the two? You have this as an artist. I know we don't need to give a fuck, but we still do. Why? Um, because you can at least recognize and give consideration towards somebody's sensitivity. It doesn't mean I have to actually take them into consideration. Like I don't actually have to make that decision on your sensitivity. Okay. You know what I mean? How I deliver it is how I really expect you to. That's me. Is how I expect you to receive it. You know, but how I expect you to receive it is just me telling you. Hey, ain't no inflection in my tone, ain't no pitch chain. I'm just telling you straightforward because it's easy if I just take a direct line. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's much easier. It's a lot faster. We mm -hmm. don't got to bounce back and forth and go going loop de loops and go around. I could just tell you, Damn. and you could just get it. <laughs> is there something that you want for the like the people that listen to you? Like, is there something that you want to communicate? Like, that they have to like kind of like you. If you see them respond a certain way, you know you're doing it right. Yeah. So this album is centered around. Can we um, pause for a second? Yeah. Pause. Vaughn's here. <laughs> <laughs> Bet. All right, so yeah, so my guy Vaughn is here now, and uh, he looks like he had a time of his life in Fayetteville. How was it, bro? It was great. North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. No, that's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah where? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, party out there for real, man. Oh, for real? Yeah, like mm -hmm. the music scene is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk horse pub in there? Mm-mm. I'm, I'm barely home anymore, bro. Where? Yeah. I live in Georgia, so getting home oh, is okay. steep. I see. <laughs> yeah, it's a I steep see. little drive. Yeah. She <laughs> it's from like six, seven hours, right? Yeah. She from my neck of the woods. She from uh, well, not she from my neck of the woods. She living in my neck of the woods, uh, Augusta. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She out there, and it's okay, city. You know, yeah. But um, how's it? Yo, I saw a recap of Ron's performance. It looked like he killed that shit. Yeah, like um, almost. I think this is the first performance I've been to where, um, you know, I, I am like people aren't really. It's the first performance where I've been to where I seen. Almost all of the performers were good. Like they were, okay. like there really? was no gap in talent. Like there was, like it was. Back it was to back like to that. Back to back. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Like and there were people. It wasn't just people from Fayetteville. Like people traveled to the show. Like we weren't the only people from Charlotte there. There was like four or five acts from Charlotte. Yo, that's lit. Oh, like shit. it was, it was dope. It from was the dope. story, it looked like everybody was really putting on a full performance. Yeah, yeah. It was a yeah. Whole thing. yeah. It was it was really enjoyable and every, and the crowd too like that's why I have an experience in Charlotte. Oh, the crowd. The was... crowd was particip from jump from not knowing who was up there, crowd participation with them just yeah. off of love and strength. Like that. That's crazy. And that's oh, shit. you said now you said that's something that you haven't really seen in Charlotte yet. No, not at all. I mean, is that some Fayetteville shit? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and definitely, especially because we got somebody from Fayetteville that made it. Um, Baby made it. I mean, he's just from North Carolina, so all Fayettevillians are happy about that too. Oh, <laughs> Fayettevillians. <laughs> Um, That's crazy. But no, nah, Charlotte Charlotte is a tough crowd. Mm. And I think because Charlotte tries so damn hard to be Atlanta instead of just having its own identity. Um, because they're afraid they'll fail. Yeah. And not otherwise. But is that happening? Is Charlotte trying to become Atlanta? It's been trying to become Atlanta. Well, that's not going to happen. It's not, because it's Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not going to happen. But it's just, I tell people all the time, like, Charlotte's just like a reject Atlanta. Like, if you can't make that's it, tough. That's <laughs> tough. She said it, not us. She said it, not us. I'm not trying to do Charlotte. It's just like find your own identity, man. Like be somebody. Yeah. Like you have the opportunity to really build this to anything you want to, and you want to sound like Atlanta. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like we have our own identity. North Carolina's on the map now. I mean, know? so it's just be your own instead of trying to be somebody else. Charlotte seemed like it's such a. It feel like it's new in this kind of space. Like it feel like. It's going to have to try to become some other city before it becomes itself. It's like, Almost kind of like how rappers kind of sound like somebody else before they kind of become themselves. Like, mm, a lot of that's happening, but that's universal. Yeah, right. so I think it's kind of universal what we're seeing for a city. Like, whenever I thought of North Carolina, I first thought of just white colleges. Yeah. So it's like Duke, Chapel Hill, yeah. State, all down yeah. the road. So like, that was my perception too before now I Now it's kind of changing into something else. I mean, I always thought of also, what is it, SEAC? That, um, Basketball tournament that's always out here. Oh, you talking oh, about yeah. um, NCI? No, uh, CIAA. Yeah, CIAA. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would think they're supposed that to be too. moving it though. Exactly. Where they moving it? Now it's a confusing. Um, I think it's supposed to be going to Baltimore. Back to Baltimore. Yeah. 
Oh, damn. Yeah, because it was it originated in Baltimore. You're going to take away the okay. main attraction of Charlotte? Why black folk even uh, come out here? I think the government didn't want to do a deal with the hotels or nothing. So, like, the hotels pull out. See, it becomes expensive for the CIAA camp to come here. Take it somewhere else. It's That's crazy, cheaper. bro. Cheaper to do it bigger city? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Baltimore is different, though. Yeah. To Charlotte. That's a whole nother. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I gotta know, Ashley, with you being in the military and you being in an area that's obviously not that music savvy. Mm. I mean, how do you go about marketing yourself, especially since you're like, I mean, I know you visit back and forth here, but mm. how do you go about marketing your music? I operate with people virtually. Um, that's the power of the internet. You learn that through social. You just, got, I don't gotta physically be there to record a song with you. I can record my song, email it to you. You bounce it back. We send it to an engineer of our choice to keep it pushing. Mm. <laughs> I see. You know, you you obviously want the feel of the studio. That yeah, would be of nice, course. but sometimes I don't operate like that. Mm-hmm. So like, so how are you scaling that 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 way of marketing? Like, for you, like, what are some goals you set up? Like, all right, I want to get X, Y, and Z amount of attraction back to my music or to this video I just did on social media because I know you be doing your freestyle thing. Yeah. So um, how are you scaling that that success? Uh, so um, I'm sure a lot of people know by now you can um, use Instagram as a marketing tool. For um, sure. And you can set it up to where it tells you how many people visit your profile a week, um, your views, your insights on them. Are people like, you know, the bookmarking thing at the bottom? They actually count how many people bookmark your shit. Okay. Um, you can't see who bookmarked it. That kind of sucks. They're going to roll that out for sure. Um, but you're allowed to see all that. So that's basically how I operate on things. Um, but I try to get, the, get to know people like in your face. Um, people that I've been working with, we can do virtually, but sometimes I don't want to start off with people like that no. because they may not understand that schedule. Like, let me actually go see you face to face. I like that. So you can see that I'm serious, no if ands, or buts about it, and then we can break it off and back, back to doing virtually. I like that way. Yeah. Are you um are you networking in Augusta at all? No, not at all. Um, I met one guy. Um, I can't remember his name for the life of me because I did an um, interview with a friend of mine with him. Um, he kind of runs the Augusta rap scene. He's been doing it for years there. What, who, um, who, what's his name? I really couldn't tell you. I have to look on social media. That's, that's bad. That's, that's bad. It is. That's, that's not good. It is. Juan, is that a good uh, sign? As a, as a music manager, is that a good sign when you can't remember the artist who runs their city? I don't know. I mean, I mean he's a pretty old guy, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's not like old as in like he's in his 40s or whatever, but he's a very established guy. Okay. Um, so, like, rap isn't like his most prevalent thing. Um, he's got a family and things right now. But Augusta's just, if you go downtown, there's no clubs to go to. Oh, I know. There's nothing. <laughs> I know. So, there's absolutely nothing but homeless people. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people don't even know James Brown comes from Augusta. Yeah. yeah, it's the hometown of James Brown. Right? Yeah. That's, that's the day I learned. Yeah. That's all Augusta <laughs> really lives on in, in the um in the fucking Masters. Yeah, yeah. that's it. The that's Masters goes off. That's expensive to go to. Yeah. <laughs> you can make like a thousand dollars in one week, um, being a caddy out yeah. there. Thousand dollars easy, bro, and probably do like twenty to forty hours. Yeah. So do you do shows out in Augusta? Uh, no, nah, I man, I haven't done a show in quite some time, well, except for the motherfucker goddamn uh-huh. uh, show. That was my first, um, honestly, in like quite a year. The mm-hmm. um, military kind of holds me down from doing shows mm-hmm. um, because people like to throw events in the middle of the week. And I'm like, I got to be at work at 6 o'clock in the morning, dog. <laughs> I can't, yeah. I can't just be somewhere two and a half hours away from where I work and then drive two and a half hours back. It's not feasible. Yeah. Um, so I wish a lot more events were held on the weekends um, instead of going to the same clubs, same venue, same epicenter, mm-hmm. come out and enjoy different music. Every weekend, chill. You still get the same vibes. Still get the party. Still get to turn up. Still get to hear your mainstream shit. But we also got these local niggas here too. That's gonna add to the party. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I feel like um, I feel like another 
a great way to kind of introduce music and Vaughn, you can let me know if this is a good way because I'm sure you've seen this before. Like rolling your music out at like a little kickback or a little house party vibe just to see people's reactions. Like don't even tell them it's you, just roll it out. Is that a good way to put your music out there to more people and actually feel the room out or feel the temperature of that record? I would never force my music on anyone. Like I wouldn't just like ambush them into listening to like, oh, surprise, it's a listening party. Niggas will tweet about you. Oh, <laughs> you have to get like real responses from them. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! But I mean, it, as long as you like, you trust the people's music opinion that's in there, or, or not even if you don't know them. I think that's even better, um, just because you'll get actual responses. You'll be yeah. able to look at their faces. Yeah. You'll be able to see because their actual faces and, and their mannerisms is way better than what they tell you. Listen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 surprise. <laughs> You gotta be a sick ass dude to pull some shit off like that, though. As soon as you said that, niggas would be in there like that SpongeBob meme. All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but but I gotta say, it, it can be impactful. Like, okay, let's say you had a hookah lounge, and I've done this before, and I've seen how people's reactions can be. But like, I've seen other rappers do it, or other singers do it. They just go to the DJ or go to the you know establishment who's running the ox court that night. And they'll be like, yo, um, I want to plug my music just to see. And niggas play their shit and they get the reaction. I think that can be impactful unless right. you know, like, all right, the streets are fucking with it for real. Like, I think right. that's a way to kind of test it. Um, but you're right. You don't want to force no, no, your music on people because niggas will head out. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, if you had a house party, you can put a song in a playlist. Right. True. Like don't that, put your you whole know? album on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, a house party is just kind of basically a smaller version of going to a hookah lounge where right. there's going to be more people spending money. Right. Um, that's probably where you're going to make your most money is where people are spending money. But house party is, you get the energy, you get the vibe, and like, you have to figure that out first before you can make something successful. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, would you say that, uh, right now, do you, do you have a team behind yeah. you? I've been rolling solo this whole time, man. Why is that? Um, sometimes by personal choice, sometimes because of me working in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, but personal choice, I've liked how far I've, I've come um, without having nobody on my back. Um, but the downside about that is, is you literally run and manage everything about yourself, and you can be pulled in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so trying to find a balance and learning how to calm that down and, and actually entrust people yeah. with my career, because that's ultimately what you're doing. You know, like, are we going to be selfish about this? Or are we both going to come 50-50? Like, you trying to accomplish something, I'm trying to accomplish something. Let's do it together. Mm-hmm. But not have, like, am I front-running this person? Am I first or am I last? Am I standing second fiddle to this person? It's none of that. We both on total different journeys, but it's easy if we split the resources. Mm-hmm. Would you say, would you say, um, all right, let's, let's, let's put some hypotheticals out there. Mm-hmm. So let's say if you did have a team, what would that team look like for you? Uh, videographer, mm-hmm. uh, photographer. Why not both? Hmm. Why not both? Like just one, like one person you do both. I find that <laughs> it's like one of my ideas. Yeah. Um, I find that if you're focused on two tasks, um, a person can be great at one thing and good at many things. I need you to be absolutely great at videography. Like that's all you do. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. what you manifest. This is what you do. And I need you to be great at photography. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you. I don't need nobody lacking in no place. Like everything's got to be ran to perfection. Because if we do that, it's a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. We all know what we're doing. We establish a routine. We keep it pushing. So um, I've got a lot of that. Why not get the two in one? Because yeah. I feel like you can't focus on your craft. One of these you like better. 
and I'm not trying to figure out if, which one you like better. Yeah. I want quality all around. For sure. So uh, continue, Liz. I didn't mean to cut you off, but oh, um, yeah, okay. so uh, photographer, photographer. Uh, videographer, engineer, um, and, it, and it's actually crazy. I have all three of these people. Um, but actually it's getting wild. everybody together. What do you mean they're not your team? It sounds like you no, have they're, a team. They're, they're my team, but it's not like they're, it's not like an introduced concept to everybody. It's okay, kind of okay. just like I just talk to people, yeah. and like this is just who I build when I'm working with many different people. I see. Uh, what makes it difficult for all to come together is because all these people literally live in different states, all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hard, like my engineer, he in Virginia. So I literally just packaged up the recordings of my album and mailed him my stuff. Engineer, mm-hmm. chop and screw it, do what you got to do. Um, my producer lives overseas, <laughs> so talking to him yeah. is different too. You know that military I mean? life is different. Yeah. yeah, but it teaches you like I can expand this way way further. I can reach way more people. Especially but, if you working in the virtual world too, yeah. like you can connect with somebody from overseas without yeah. having to worry too much about how am I going to get this stuff to them. Right. Like, yeah. I was love that. Would you say um, sometimes that becomes a little difficult though? Yes. Uh, for sure, not on the same time schedule as everybody. Um, everybody's doing different things, but everybody also has a life. It's not like we're all just dedicated to our craft. Yeah. Like, you got to work Monday through Friday just like I got to work. Um, so communication can break very easily, but you just got to be steadfast in what you're doing and know that the person you're working with is steadfast with you. Most definitely. Well, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm asking all the questions. Did you guys have any questions? <laughs> it's like it's like an interview. Like, I'm asking all the questions. Now, do you feel like you'll um, eventually get a manager? Yes, um, I want one. Yeah. Um, but um, the issue that I find with people is obviously everybody wants to monetize that they want to get paid. Like, hey, man, I'm not getting paid for my music yet. You know what I'm saying? So how am I supposed to pay you? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just do it for the love of it. And, like, let's just have each other's back. Like, redefine loyalty. Um, money does not equate to loyalty because mm-hmm. anybody will turn on you if the person next to you is hiring them off a higher dollar. Mm-hmm. Period. So nah. if you keep chasing it back and keep chasing the money, loyalty dissipates. Because they loyal to the money and they don't care who they get it from. I mean, that's real. When you could just be like, yo, let's just work as a team. You got your dreams. I got my dreams. Let's work together to accomplish both our dreams and keep it going from there. Because you establish that loyalty and repertoire with somebody, build a rapport with them, you good. Hmm. I like that. That's your, that's your nigga for life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in that case, it seems like it's easier to, to get, like, you know, get up with friends versus, like, because to come with a business partner, in terms of loyalty, it's, yeah, just, it's, hard to, yeah. it's just hard Some to tough pitch shit right that, there. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because loyalty is not, it don't pay the bills. No, it no. <laughs> you know no, don't. No, I feel you, I, and I absolutely feel that. So it's like, <laughs> I don't ever want to put nobody in that situation. Nah, you know, like, I don't want you to have to choose between that, because if I was you, and obviously that's what you're thinking, I would choose that route too, yeah. you know? But to me, it's all about the, the, how you can personify that bond. Yeah. And people can see that, and it reflects in your music, like, these are A1, day one niggas that she's been around the whole time, mm-hmm. not one flake. Especially when you had that, like you were saying earlier, when you had that concept to build around. Yeah. Um, everybody can be loyal to that concept and kind of see within that concept and stuff. Yeah. Like, I definitely see that. Um, you ever think about getting a lawyer? Yeah. Um, but I think it actually works out to my favor that the army supplies go for free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why, what are we doing? So, yeah. What are, what are <laughs> yo? We need to be so that that is a question I do have because I, I know we talked a little earlier and you said there are different ways to utilize the military and get paid very well yeah and still do your shit yeah so I want to know what's 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 the secret all right uh, I'm gonna give y'all as brief of a rundown as possible okay you pick what military branch you want to go to there's five sure. army uh, air force navy marines and coast guard right. Okay. 
you take a test. The test is the same across the board for these military things. You get a, a score. Your score determines what job you can have. Obviously, the higher the score, the better the job. Sure. Better the job, the higher the bonus they're going to sign you on for. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get that's, a bonus? Yeah, that's, that's your first chunk of change. It's like the military, I mean, the music industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, literally, they go six years, all right, we'll give you 20000 That's why I was, listen, we're going to give you 20000 up front. All right, cool. I'll take it. No, you can't give me twenty grand for six years, nigga. But I, I need more. But, but when it comes up to your reenlistment bonus, like in twenty twenty two, when they ask you to reenlist, they're gonna be throwing ninety thousand at you. Offer it. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, they say, hey, sign up for three more years, ninety thousand. Three. I ain't been doing shit this whole time, but twiddling my thumbs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all gave me ninety thousand. That sound like a car paid off, a house bought, and bills paid. I'm out of debt. And, and hell all of I gotta do bought. is sit here for three years. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool with that. So you utilizing, so for you being in the military, you obviously have a job that requires you to just be alert, but at the same time you can chill. Yeah. All right, so what are you doing on, on, on that time? Like, Are you ever like writing music? Are you listening to a lot of different beats? Like, are, are you doing anything to continue funding what you want to be doing outside of your nine to five? Oh yeah, so my job requires me to sit at a computer all day, every day from nine to three. Real easy life. So, I mean, you got PT in the morning. That's only on two days a week, though. Uh, but if you got a high enough PT score, you ain't got to go to PT. Mm-hmm. See, life easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sit in front of a computer, so I'm allowed to utilize YouTube, allowed to talk to my producers on a consistent basis, so I can talk to them while I'm at work on my downtime. And when I got shit to do at work, I'm like, "How about y'all in a second? Yeah. Knock that shit out real quick, because it's gonna take me 15 minutes top to get it done." back to my grind. It allows me to utilize time for both. So even when I get off, like when we, we go to lunch, oh, not, work nine to three, lunch 11.30 to one. <laughs> come back, yeah. come back, <laughs> like my, my days are chill. Um, at lunch, go write, record, listen to more beats, because that's my downtime, my free yeah. time. And I live two minutes from where I work, so it's bloop, bloop, like I live on base. It's mm. kind of like, a, Army's like a college campus. Mm. You, Everybody live in one spot. There's no need to go off. They got your dollar store and like your quick little uh, convenience store you need to go to. They've got like a Walmart. I've seen those military bases. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you want to buy a car? You can buy cars up here too. You know what I'm saying? You want to get gas? Oh, we got gas stations here. No need to go get liquor because it's all on base. You have no reason to leave. And you're like, they paying me money (laughs) to go do what it is I need to do to live. Mm-hmm. Is this your recruitment? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I tell people all the time, remain free, because it comes with its downsides. Remain free. Yes. Um, but as far <laughs> that, as... That's re- like the spiel. Yeah. Like, she giving me... I think, I'm like, nigga, I want to sign up today. She just but, dropped bars in two lines. Remain free. <laughs> remain. I think I'm trying to keep that free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Yo. The military just gives you the thought of, I don't got to worry about nothing. All of this is automated. Like, I don't have to worry about shit, bills paid, everything comes out my chase. It's so easy, so much easier that way. The only person, the only thing I got to worry about is taking care of the person, like the, my soldier that's below me. That's it. Are you okay? And I'm going to make sure you're okay because I'm not going to baby you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to pump a lot of me into you so that way when you get a soldier, you do the same shit. Mm-hmm. You need to be self-reliant because I might not be here all the time or the person that's over you might not be there all the time. It sounds, it sounds like to me... Um, in the military and business, whatever, you can copy and paste that mentality and put that even into good music. Yeah. Um, you can put that into the entertainment game. Like, let's say if Vaughn has somebody under him working as an assistant one day, Vaughn might be ready to kind of get out of the management lifestyle and right. want to be like, yo, I've taught you everything you need to know. Go handle this shit. I'm going yeah. to chill. It's called pay your dues and then pay it forward. Mm. 
because without the person below you, who gonna do it? Do y'all think we're doing that enough? Uh, amongst amongst black creatives, like, do y'all think we're doing that enough? Paying it forward? Yeah, no. paying to, and paying the dues. Paying the dues, I think people expect things a lot faster now because people can see success. Like, when it does happen fast, it's just showing up in your face a lot. Right. Um, so people don't really respect kind of the whole kind of pay your dues thing because people don't really come out and see that. It's a lot of reasons why, but I don't think people know about the pay your dues a lot in our generation and probably the next one because things move so fast. Um, paying it forward, that comes with like some type of purpose in life that I don't know if everybody has. Like, you're asking me if we do it enough. Probably creatives get that sense that you know, we are trying to communicate something to people. For sure. We are trying to be somewhat, you know, at least self-responsible with our message. Yeah. Um, but paying it forward for the average person, that comes with having a child or something like that. That comes with having a family or something like that or some type of community. Um, some people don't have that community. Some people's only community can feel very disconnected, but they pay it forward within that community, so we may not see it as much. Right. Um, I think everybody has their own kind of way of paying it for it, though. I think I think we're gonna get to a point where, especially within the black community, within the mi any minority community, and if you go to any Asian any Asian ch like Chinatown, any any city um, that has one, you'll notice like everybody's got their own thing. Like you got the clothing, you got nails, you got food, everything. Mm -hmm. I think the black community is essentially gonna get to that point as well, like where. You know, you're buying certain fabrics that you think you got to go to an exclusive store for, but you got it right there in your own neighborhood. And right. it's going to be more people doing that um, to where we can really build and evolutionize the way we need to. The same thing for music. Like, I think music's going to do the same thing if niggas would stop copy and pasting their, their sound from another person. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> like, if, if, that was, if that stops happening, I think we can get back to really seeing... Um, a lot of iconic individuals down the line, right. you know, be created. I don't think we have that today. I don't think we have as, do y'all think that? Do y'all think we have enough icons, that, people that are gonna be considered icons? Music is so easy to make that it's hard for anybody to look at it and be like, oh, this person is like the greatest ever, like, because right. everybody's doing it now. There's no kind of separation from like the greatest to the kind of great. Right. Mm. I used to think that too, um, and then like, YB and Corday when he dropped, I didn't expect people to to receive it the way that they did. And they like received it in a way that it was like, Well, this is obviously this is good lyricism, this is good music here. Like this is gonna last more than just this this time period. Let me speak on it. Like mm -hmm. the people that did on like and it was a lot of people that weren't really like hip hop heads that, that mm. gave it a chance and still was like, Oh shit. This it's a it that's a great work. fucking album, bro. Like yeah. I I didn't expect that. I didn't expect him to be received like that from from like a general music population. So that was that gave me hope for like people actually caring about a warning, wanting shit to last longer than what it is right here, or realizing that oh, this is just here for right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna fuck with it heavy. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because like, it's still rock. It's, it's, it's still rock. rock. Yes, yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. It, you know? like, I just I would like to see more of that though. I, and I think you are right. I think that that did restore some of the feeling when we saw that type of album drop. Um, of course, you got artists like her that I think she's going to be an icon one Y'all should see her live. She sounds exactly how I she I want to see her live so bad, live. bro. Yeah. She is, man. I want to see her live so bad, bro. It was, it was in Atlanta, as a matter of fact. She was dope. 
That was a dope performance. Like, I, we didn't even go find our seats because we were just too busy dancing and having a good time. Like she was, she sounded exactly how she sounded on the album. On, and that's on probably life. the real next icon is like the the people that can do everything. Yeah. She can do everything. Yeah, and yeah. still sound good. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you got people like Innocent Pac that I mean, Innocent Pac that can do everything too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I I don't know if his music is as well received. Um, at, lately, at least, I don't think it's been that well received. You know, where everybody finds it universal and they want to really listen to it as much like they did to YB and Cordae or like a her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's ha- I don't know if that's happened with him again yet, but I think he will get back to that point. But he's another one of those people too. I was putting that in that conversation. Yeah, he was touted by everybody as like the next thing. Like yeah. everybody that really listens into music yeah. heavily makes music and stuff. Like yeah. they love Anderson Pack. So. Kendrick co did it. Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Kendrick did yeah. We love Kendrick. Um, we had we had a little debate one time about who was the who gotta go and we had to like fend for um which one we took up. So Vaughn chose the obvious choice, Drake. I tried to fend for Jake. Oh Cole. Drake to go? No, no, no. He had to he had to plead his uh Drake's case. Oh, I guess. And then I pleaded uh J. Cole's case and Marcus pleaded Kendrick's case. Oh. Um I think I lost that one. Yeah, I think J. Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost that one. So, yeah, I don't have to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake yeah. Cole got to stay. Thank you. Thank you. Kicking Drake out? No, I'm kicking Kendrick out. Oh, wow. Honestly. Oh, that was a... <laughs> that. Yeah, I didn't expect that either. Loyal yeah. to the soil. I told her, yo. I told her. Oh, shit. They're, um, kind of just, just kind of like going towards the end here. Merchandising. We, we talked a little bit about this uh, last week. Um, in our three-part series that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to get your take on merchandise. And one, are you going to start doing merchandise seeing that you're putting out an album? You're, sounds like you're taking the music really serious now. Yeah, so um, I'm so like 70-30 with that merchandising thing. Mm-hmm. It's because people, somebody adds something to the formula and it worked for them. And then people add that to their formula. And it just takes more resources away from your actual music and what you can actually pump into like making your craft sound good mm-hmm. instead of coming out with cheap press shirts they got your face on you know them short shirts with the obvious square around the line mm-hmm. like it's not actually built yeah. into the shirt it's yeah. just, i could clearly see it with a stamp mm-hmm. like, i don't like, like <laughs> yo why like, are you calling out people like, cause I don't, are cause you throwing I don't, shots at niggas i'm not trying to throw shots you at throwing nobody, shots bro. at somebody you, no, you, you just, know somebody who did it that. just looks so artificial yeah. like that's that's how i feel about it like it doesn't look authentic you didn't take your time like uh, if you want to do something like that like did you hire like a designer somebody actually draw out your image instead of you being like, oh, this is take a picture and let's throw this on a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Like actually hone in on the craft because people are going to see that on a shirt. They're going to see how much detail you put into it. And then you can start asking $15, $20 for a shirt. Yeah. I don't want to spend $15 on your stamp. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> it's just your face and I'm walking around with your face on. I understand I want to rep you. You well, know what I'm saying? Well, but okay, I why is that not okay? I got to know. It just, it, like I said, it just looks cheesy. To me, it looks mm-hmm. very cheesy because it's just adding to a formula that works for some people who have a, a particular sound that's slightly different than the, um, uh, what's that nigga name? Like the little Uzis or whatever. Uzi great, don't get me wrong, but like the real trap nigga that don't, that rap about senseless shit. You just, it just looks the like. The mumble rap nigga. Yeah. Okay. Like you like, you just looking like them because that formula worked for them at the time. Like discover your own formula because people, I promise you people are going to fuck with your lane. But you just, it's a whole lot more proven to do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like actually take the time. Like if you're going to spend money doing that, like hire a designer, y'all come together. Um, you allow him to be creative. They allow you to be creative. Boom. You got a slapper right there and people are going to pay attention to the detail. That's what I, that's my hope for humankind. That no matter what, you'll fuck with the level of detail I put into it. Vaughn, 
I, I respect that too. Actually, I actually think that attention to detail is, is big, and even with quality of, of the fabric, and stuff, yeah, you gotta you gotta bring it to the table. If you want people yeah. to spend their money, you gotta give them something that's valuable. Right. Um, but Vaughn actually brought up a really fair point too. Merchandising isn't just clothes. Right. Um, you do stamps. You mean you could do stamps? What stickers, wristbands, oh, yeah. all, that. all that shit. Um, is that something you think you would get into so you could mark, advertise your music a lot differently in your brand? Um, now that you bring up other different things like stickers and like wristbands and stuff, I, my whole tangent was about the t-shirt shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she was like, really pressed no, about those t-shirts. No, I was like, no. yeah, that's not the only verse. My but G. Like, that, I feel you know. Now that you brought me out of tunnel vision, I'm like, all right, the other way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. like I can, I can, a lot of those I can definitely fuck with because, um, I mean, it's just personable to you. I can rep you without feeling like I'm just trying to be a copycat gray blob version of you. I don't want to be a stan. I actually want to be a true fan and rep you like, oh, yeah. Somebody actually points out, yo, I like your wristband. Hey, yo, yeah, my nigga did this, yeah. this, 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 and this. You're mm. actually pumping your nigga because they're asking you what the fuck it's about versus just seeing a T-shirt or somebody's face plastered on them. I'm like, all right, who's that nigga? Like, well, like you bought that at H&M. Like, what you mean? That's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to ask you about the nigga on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I just look at my But man. just to get some context on your views on this, do you hope to make music like a livelihood for you eventually? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, for sure, but um, I'm not dumb. Technology is the wave, and that's where everybody needs to pump their money. Mm. So I probably wouldn't invest in the music game as much as I would invest in the technology field. Okay. Um, mm. Venture capitalism? Yeah. Startups, all that type of shit? Yeah. yeah. That's where the money's at. Yeah. Um, if you're you talking Marcus language right now. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus loves this type of talk. Like, yeah, please feed it to yeah. it. Stops. Yeah. yeah. Um, Extra type of money. On, like, on your own shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On your own businesses, it's, you get way more money that way. Investing in music is like investing in Cuban chains and shit that if you bought it for 200000 I guarantee you won't sell it for that much. But if I bought my company and borrowed 100000 and now I made it worth $30 million, I only owe that 100000 back. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a small bit of chunk change for me to get all this yeah. versus investing in a chain that's going to depreciate as soon as I walk mm. out the door. You know, you got to think about that type of shit. You don't need the fancy shit. You don't need none of that. I was actually listening to Drake on um, the song Grinding. He had with Lil Wayne. And he was, he on the verse he was talking about, um, he just had a new vision. Um, he was like, I got a new vision for all of this shit. He said, I sold my Roly, my business, my watches. He was like, I sold all of that because I got a new vision. Mm. Like, none of that's mm. important. You, you don't see Drake with a million chains on his chest. Mm. That man come no, out in a never. Nike suit with one small check right here, the pants. That nigga wear LBO all the time too. Yeah, it's his own. Why would I not? Why would I not wear my own? That's true. You gotta rep you. <laughs> yeah. I, you. You have to. I think. I think um, a lot of creatives are kind of scared to do that though. I think they're scared because they. It's like what Marcus mentioned um, earlier. You just want the quick return. Yeah. And I think that uh, it gets frustrating when you don't see people responding the way you thought they should respond. But, you know, you just have to take some time, man. Like, I mean, I, I started a brand three months ago and I'm just still going with it. And I see the response progressing. Right. Um, it ain't exactly where I want it to be. And honestly, my brand ain't where I want it to be. So we, we both on the same page there. I just think that you just have to take some time to identify. Yeah, you um, got to really get to know your audience. Yeah. Uh, for real, get to know your demographic. Who fucks with your shit and how can you get access to more people that fuck with that shit? Yeah. Prove yeah. yourself, definitely. Yeah, you're infiltrating. You are knowing your enemy. Because <laughs> your enemy is a person that's not listening to you. Yeah, the military got a good one, boy. <laughs> Yo, cybersecurity, bro, that's that's tr that's tough still. I still can't get over that. It's a lot of work. A lot of staring at computers. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. There's, um... 
so tell so tell me now because um, I know you, I know we got to get up out of here in a little bit. So I just kind of want to touch bases on your album a little bit more. Mm. Um, now you say it's going to go on SoundCloud, it's going to go on all streaming platforms. Yeah. I would kind of like to know what is your game plan uh, um, as far as marketing, since you're going to do everything yourself. Uh, so everything step by step for me. Um, step one was obviously write the song. Step two, record them. Uh, once I record them, I ship them off to my engineer. They no longer become my problem. It's up to him. Mm. Throw your creative stuff on it. Mm. Now I can focus on the logistics and how I'm actually get this out. So I've been doing my research, like on TuneCore, DistroKid, CD Baby, uh, figuring out which one is going to be applicable for me. And depending upon that one, it's kind of like building just a tree. Uh, mm. So if I chose TuneCore, which is who I chose to go with, go with TuneCore, cool. They take care of a lot more stuff than what Distro DistroKid would do. TuneCore takes care of my mechanical royalties, intellectual royalties, um, public administration, copywriting stuff all for one price. Mm. I can fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have to worry about them small details. So it's trying to take the big picture. Somebody's out here doing the big picture. How do I discover them? So that way they can take care of that house. And then what's up to me is doing stuff like this, go to podcasts, walk up to DJs, just go to different venues. Don't gotta perform, just like, hey, Throw this song on, um, see how it react. You guys just get the authentic feel. You figure out geographically where I need to be, what lane I need to be in. Um, and things like SoundCloud and TuneCore, um, they give you like an app of the geographical locations, how many times they're spinning you, um, black, white, what age you're listening to. So you can, it's really easy for you to hone in on your shit that way. Um, so that's my approach, just taking the big map. Where can I actually put my focus? And what are things that I know I'm going to hand off to somebody? Mm. So it sounds like the creative process of it all, you, you're done with that. Yeah. Um, sounds like you're more logistics focused. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough business to be logistics focused. Um, I think it discourages all um, I think logistics, numbers hurt people like a motherfucker. They do, yeah. because they tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, numbers hurt, bro. I'm not going to lie. It's song hard. It's song hard. 37 views. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you scroll down like, oh, maybe it's only been online for five minutes. Three hours. Oh, Yo. Yeah. There is nothing like dropping that, that song on SoundCloud and hoping you wake up the next day to like, <laughs> like, Vaughn, <laughs> <laughs> bon, how many times you sat down next to your artist, bro, when they did the upload? It's not. It's, it's not going because they, they expect it. It's like, <laughs> like, exactly like, I'm going to put this out. You, yeah. And you know the number one thing people forget to do? Once they put it out, they will never promote it again because it didn't get the numbers they wanted. Yep. You was promoting it this whole time beforehand. You drop it. You expect, I don't know, mm. a million people to listen to it. Unrealistic. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> what I want to really get into. Unless it really slap. It's very hard to find that slap. And you should know that already because you already performed it like before you put it yeah. out. Know yourself. <laughs> like, Know yourself because you yourself can be your own enemy. You can stand in your own way. That's that's important. Can't have no expectations. <laughs> like, you, that's you, very important. Yeah, that's post-release marketing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have to. It really sucks because you have to shove down people's face. Here's something I picked up. Um, because I was at a college campus one time and somebody sent the airdrop to everybody. I really like I airdrop my song to everyone in the room that's got their airdrop on set to everyone. So it don't matter who I am, you gonna get my airdrop. I dropped it on niggas in a random place just being a cafeteria. I'm like, boop, everybody received it. You can hear people's phones go off and just get up and leave. Because yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, it piques their curiosity. What the fuck is this? They gonna play it. Someone yeah. dropped me this song before, like, like in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that's happening. That's happening to you? Yeah, that's happening. You can, that's you can airdrop yeah. your album cover. Yo, that's song, the new way. Whole yeah. album. You can I, do whatever. I thought the group chat shit was the way. Nah, like, drop your group shit. Group chat is too slow. Yeah. Because mm. if you have it set on everyone, we, I could be driving on the highway, but airdrop, 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 airdrop. Like, everybody, because you're already you in the car. Because yeah. you're already in the car. You're this already listening to me. This nigga's a serial airdrop. <laughs> 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 this 
join directly. Yo, so she is chilling. a serial airdropper, my nigga. <laughs> I'm about to join you. I'm about to join the league, Yo, nigga. Yo, <laughs> Yo. I am about to walk into every Walmart and just <laughs> boop. Yo, hit the office. Yo, I'm about to hit the office with like the, yo, who's got it on right now? I don't know if you can get that off. We can't get that off in our office because, I mean, the signal is ass. Yeah. But nigga, wait until I hit them streets outside the building. <laughs> be walking like past everybody. Charlotte about the wild. about to be crazy, nigga. You, you plan it perfectly. You don't do it when everybody at the club. You're not like paying attention to that shit. Walk, get it when everybody walking to their cars. Niggas blasting their music. Mm, yeah. And drop it, send it to the link. So anybody gonna be like, what the fuck is this? Yo, that was a gem. And then you right hear there. your song go off a million times and niggas don't know it's you. That oh. was a gem, that right there. Bro. Yeah. Because it never do show like who it was. It's like iPhone user. It'll show iPhone user. <laughs> Got a whole picture of me right there. I'll be walking off to my car. Like, hope y'all fuck with it. Yeah, hope y'all fuck with it. This is my information. They're going off route. That is crazy, bro. We got a serial (laughs) airdrop. You don't like it? Fuck it. (laughs) I ain't got to perform it to get it out to a million people. I can get out to a million people to touch my butt. Man, that's awesome, man. I see why you work cybersecurity now. That is fucking awesome. I just learned some shit. Like, that is dope, man. Um, so when is the project releasing? I'm going to let you get out of here, I promise. When is the project releasing? Man, honestly, I've been contemplating whether or not I'm going to share that date, and I think I'm going to keep it private. Okay. Um, I know for sure. Okay. But everybody always sees date determined, to, to be determined. You got but, a name okay. for it? October. No, you got a name for the project. Gatekeeper. Gatekeeper, yeah. Gatekeeper. Okay. Um, just like I said, holding in the truths, um, not necessarily blocking people from it, but just holding the gate open, like, let's actually leak it. Stop being so hypersensitive. If you got something to say, say it, get it off your chest, because if not, you're just going to harbor it in. <laughs> like, say it, release it, let it go. That's the whole point of the album. It's supposed to make you feel extremely anxious, but embracing all the things that you've never embraced before. Mm. I like that. Kind of yeah. gives me that um, concept of what Ice Cube did with his album. Yeah. You know, just say all that shit. And just let people react however they want to react. Yeah. It's a great concept to have. It, it, it's it's definitely gonna be good. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, just got one last question, man. Yeah. I have to know. What made you write, bitch, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I just need to, I just need to know for my own clarity. Like I just need to know. All right. So um, I was going through uh, a nasty breakup at the time, mm. and my um girl was. Uh, had left me for this other nigga that she ended up having a baby with. And this nigga was a rapper and trash. And nah, I'm not saying he's trash because I don't like the nigga. Because I don't put emotions about not liking you. I just don't fuck with you and that's just that. We ain't got to speak. <laughs> I'm good with all that. Music just but, ass, um, though. Yeah, your music ass, I'm going to tell you that. But if my friend's music was ass, i tell him the same way I just told you. Like, your music, <laughs> like there's no difference. Um, and um, I just, it was t- a two-part song. So one was Bitch Nigga and there's another one called Nigga Say. I got to um, find that one. <laughs> I got to find that one. I'm, this gets good. <laughs> but, um. It was just, I, I don't know, I was in the shower, started freestyling, and all I could think about was just, it wasn't just him, it was like every nigga that had done me dirty type shit, because the same level, the same principle of disrespect happened. So it was just like, I'm going to tell these niggas how they've been disrespecting me and how I plan on disrespecting them back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Let it be known. <laughs> yeah, when she said, your car ain't got no bumper, nigga, I said, I, said, I knew some people like that back at Full Sail ain't had no bumper, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was tough. <laughs> Yo, but um, nah, man. Okay, that was my last question. I promise. Um, I just really greatly appreciate you coming out here, though. Like, it was really awesome having you. A lot of fun with this conversation. Any any final remarks? Any of you guys want to leave? Great um, gems, great gems all the way through this whole talk. Um, definitely appreciate it. Talking, meeting for the first time, basically. So, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, anything, anything we got coming up um, that you guys want to talk about? Like anything that you're doing? I know you. you are you still working on your your testing and everything yeah. for? Yeah, still still doing the LSAT questions and all that. Um, How's that going? Uh, it's, I'm starting to finally like run into questions where I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? So like, <laughs> I, like I know that's better for me for when I get it like LSAT tutor later on that I know where to focus in on and where to go with it. But um, we also started like going to different cities and and uh, doing like mini tours at open mics and shit. So that's that's, dope. that's gonna be fun. Just seeing different music scenes. That's gonna be really fun. Word. That's dope. I'm, I'm excited for you with that, man. Like, just the way you came in talking about. It. I know you was tired of shit, but I could tell you had a great time last night. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, making moves. Um, taxi yeah. update. Still gotta get on that. Uh, yeah, what's up with that? I mean, I've just been reading through the placements, the cues, and all that type of stuff, um, figuring out what they're exactly looking for, and basically now I just need to start submitting. Mm. Yes, sir. Been making music. It's just time to start submitting. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, part two coming out, nigga, sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, sex. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely coming out next. Yeah, part two coming out. And it's on Sunday, right? Sunday? No, Monday. Monday, okay, Monday. Monday. I'm definitely going to tune that in. need the full week to create. <clears throat> I'm with that, I'm with that. Well, I don't really have much new shit going on to me besides being a dad. And um, Unorthodox Being is dropping in the next, like, two weeks. So. Like two weeks? In like two weeks. Okay. Yeah, exactly two weeks from now. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little like two weeks, September 28th, you know. Um, so looking forward to that. I actually got to do some more pre-marketing uh, for that. So I got a new EP dropping. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, see what happens. And then the post shit, I'm definitely not. I'm going to go airdrop the shit out of that. Yo, I'm just going around, driving around the car, nigga, just dropping it. Spoop. That's it. <laughs> but, yo, like I said, I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, Ashley, once again, thank you so much, King Ashley, for coming through. Um, plug your social media, by the way. Uh, man, y'all can find me Instagram, King Ashley underscore I, Snapchat. That's where I'll be having my most fun. Um, King, <laughs> King Ash underscore I, Facebook, Ashley Wilkerson music page is King Ashley I. Um, and I is Roman numerals. Niggas don't understand that. Yeah, you know mm, what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> we not. That's a whole. Lot of, yeah, we yeah we dropped too much on it today. Yeah, but and, um yeah, yeah. So I got right now. Are you pulling back up on us after the after the album release? Oh, of course, okay. of course, okay. of course. So I'm taking the whole. Uh, ooh, I almost, almost gave away the date, yeah. y'all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good question. Yeah, I like that, Vaughn. Sneak, yeah, sneak in there, Vaughn. Yeah, sneak in there. Started talking. I was like, wait a minute. Uh-uh. <laughs> Somebody's trying to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody had to block you at the firewall. That's what I'm talking about. Vaughn be coming through with just a sniper, like he did, like too. ready he did too. too. He did, but nah, I'm definitely gonna roll around uh, when the album drops. Yeah, definitely um, would love to have you back again, man. Of course, it's a lot of course. fun. But I will tell, I will plug in taking my photo shoot um, Friday. Okay. So okay. once I get them pictures, get them edited up, send them, send them over to my graphic designer. There will be a release for that soon. Let but us get that. It's gonna be, it's gonna be lit. Looking forward <laughs> to it. Y'all make sure y'all follow us at Socially Capable Pod on Instagram. We still ain't got the Twitter up there yet. Um, who gonna one of y'all? We'll work on it. We'll get it on we'll, Twitter. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get it on get Twitter. It on Apple Podcast. Too. We we already on Apple Podcast. Oh. Yeah, we everywhere. We on Apple Podcasts. Y'all follow us on Spotify at Socially Capable Podcast. Um, it's spelled as is um, all together. So, yeah, y'all check us out, man. Um, this is episode seven, and thank you all for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Later.